0: Hello and thanks for coming along to And We Have An Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed. With your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach. And he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode. Asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, Voice over Guy. And on the podcast today, we've got Cheryl from Wagada. I've said it right this time, haven't I? You did. Well done. I learned. It only took me 12 months of repeating it three times a day in front of the mirror. <laughs> how are you?
1: Good. Yeah, brilliant. Yes, thanks. Yeah, how are you?
0: Not too bad, not too bad. And and, uh, and I was just saying before we started recording that um, I've seen you guys and your team all over, mostly LinkedIn over the last year, um, almost everything, winning awards, being involved in big things. It's, it's really been good to see. So looking forward to, to hearing a bit more about that.
1: Brilliant! Yeah, no, we've had a good year actually. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an exciting year with lots going on.
0: So for those terrible people who've skipped season one and missed your episode, give us a little plug. Who 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 are you? What does the agency? What does the agency do?
1: Yep. Okay, Bab. So um, we are a digital marketing agency. We I started off the business about twelve years ago, and we were purely an SEO agency in those days. But as SEO has changed over the years and become more about brand building, we've um grown the business into more of a full service marketing agency so i think the last time we spoke we weren't doing very much web development at all so when mm. we were doing web development we were bringing in external web developers but actually excitingly at the end of last year we took on our first in-house web developer oh wow so that was exciting so now we've started making websites you know really pushing forward with the websites previously we'd only really do them if our clients asked us for them uh, whereas now we're proactively selling that as a service and encouraging our clients to to really update their web presences. Um, so that's quite exciting. But we, uh, we've got a bit of a niche in kind of the cyber tech industry. Um, we also have quite a few clients in the kind of food um, industry and construction.
0: So what was the thing that kind of made you decide to go from hire an external whenever you need it for web to adding it as an uh, as a in-house, like proper service?
1: I think we realized that um, we needed to push it a bit more. I'd always been very keen not to bring on web development as a service because there's a lot of web developers that offer SEO on the side. And I wanted to make it clear that we were a very specialist, very niche expert SEO um, in, um, agency. So um, so I was always a bit reticent to go down the web development route, but the sort of clients that we're now working with, they expect us to be able to offer that full service. They don't want mm-hmm. to have to go to different agencies. So we've been using freelancers for a little while, and I think it just feels a bit like you're at the mercy of someone else and someone else's business. So. Yeah. And whilst they were very good, we weren't necessarily getting things done at the speed that we wanted them to be done. Um, or in the order that we wanted them to be done. And I think it's about a of control really about how we could get a bit more control yeah. over our web development. And
0: and over the last year, that that was the tail end of the year. So what what other kind of major things have developed in the agency since we last spoke?
1: So I think one of the really big things is um, that we've grown the team quite a lot over the past mm. year. So I think this time last year, we only had about 14 people and yep. now we've got 27, 28 people. So it's grown quite a lot.
0: And I recall when we spoke, you had a relatively um, uh, unique way of of going through hiring. You know, going out for coffees and having a conversation with people, and maybe they're a fit for later. Did that? Has that panned out? Has that been working well?
1: It has been working well. I mean, it's still been a tricky year for recruitment, but oh, we okay. have we've had to be quite creative in how we find people. So, hmm. you know, um, I remember one of the one of the people we recently recruited was. Um, the niece of one of the mums I met on the playground at school. (laughs) So it has literally been just talking to anybody, you know, does anybody know anyone who might be looking for a job? Um, And that's tend to be working quite well. And we've also been building up a database of people that we could come back to later, Mm -hmm. which I think is probably what we talked about last time. Um, I think we got a bit irritated with the number of um, recruitment consultants that Mm -hmm. were coming to us and sending us CVs and saying, oh, this is... Jessica, she lives down the road from you, and we're like, how did we not know that Jessica lived down the road from us? You know, how do we not know Jessica? So yeah. just being really proactive in getting to know who's local and who might want to one day come and have a have a job with us.
0: Yeah, I, I think um, recruit recruiters like estate agents. You end up having the vast majority. There's a there's a um, an underpinning of kind of you 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 and I know everyone who's listening to this knows that feeling. But then there are a few very good ones that that really do care and do give a damn, but you've got to find them.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> um, we've got a few good partners uh, in the OMG center, but again, it's got to be about the right fit and things like that in terms of timing and things. And it sounds like you know in the industry that 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 we're in, if you're a smart person and you're looking for a new role or a new career, it's not impossible to learn quite a lot of the skills that you need. Um, so, you know, the, the, the person you met in the playground looking for a job, smart person, keen to learn, yeah, yeah. that's more or less the, 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 the key, key components. You can learn mm-hmm. quite a lot of the stuff that you do. So with recruitment being quite hard, I know that speaking to a lot of agencies that I'm working with, the, that it's been hard for pretty much everyone, um, coming out of COVID, you had a lot of people who, were, who went freelance whilst they were on furlough and all that sort of stuff. And. I, I'm starting to see that there's a lot of those people coming back into into employment and things. Have you noticed it getting any easier or is it roughly as, as difficult as it was before?
1: No, it's definitely got easier. I think we got to about November, December and suddenly there seemed to be a big surge of applicants, really good applicants. Mm. So we ended up um, recruiting a few people um, that we didn't actually need yet, mm-hmm. just because we were so overexcited about the fact that we'd found some people. They've a... come to
0: us, they've come to us, <laughs> we better
1: them. Yeah, so, so we, we ended up taking on more than we needed in December, which in a way was quite a nice position to be in because it meant we could start the year with quite ambitious sales targets. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think this time last year, we were slightly short staffed. So whilst we were still growing and we were still pushing the sales, it was, we were pushing it slightly nervously because we didn't really have you spare capacity. Over capacity, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is it. So, uh, so yeah, we have done a really big push on sales this year, which has been um, quite, quite exciting, actually, because we've always been a bit passive with sales, I would say. We all, we've been quite lucky in that we get lots of, um, you know, kind of inbound leads. Um, you know for quite organically but I think when you rely on you know referrals and that sort of thing then you don't you're not necessarily in control of the work that's coming in or the type yeah. of clients or the size it's
0: of clients. you're, you're the third person in this week to say we love referrals they're you know good for they're good easier sales because they already know you and things like that but the the, the reliance on them has become less attractive mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. you know six months or so yeah and
1: yeah absolutely
0: what, what do you think in the last year like, uh, has been like a uh, a major sh- kind of change in the in wider industry and and what what have you guys been doing either to to adapt to it or work in a different way what what's happened around there
1: well one interesting thing that has happened coming back to the crewman thing is that our clients um a few of them got to the point where they said, we actually were going to have to slow down the marketing because we haven't got enough staff ourselves to be able to fulfill the work that you're bringing in. So it was people like uh, chains of care homes that we work for mm. and chains of nursery, children's nurseries. So we um, we adapted to develop a um, an employer branding service, um, okay. it probably started a little bit before the beginning of last year, but um, and we've been pushing that quite a lot and that's been mm. really. Um, really helpful way to to sort of support our clients to get to where they need to be, but also then not lose the marketing work as well because we can mm. work on both at the same time. And it's been quite a nice in for some clients as well. So because it's yeah. really a, such a pain point for people that is kind of you know we've, we've been doing a lot more sort of proactive outbound sales, and we've been using the employer branding as a bit of a, a carrot yeah. to, to dangle in front of people
0: so is that you kind of going going in as uh, making them uh, more appealing externally so that they can hire more easily is that what we're saying yeah
1: yes it is yes so establishing what their messages are around why people should go and work there and what the benefits are um, so developing things like their employer value proposition mm. but also supporting them in their recruitment marketing to get that message out so it's amazing the number of kind of work for us pages on websites which are just terrible they're just more about oh, yeah. them being able to sort of say you know show who they are rather than necessarily show attractive yeah you know, what, they, what they're attractive.
0: usually just uh they're usually just like a a, a, a an ice stock image with a yeah. iffy yeah. paragraph and then a list of yeah. job openings
1: yeah
0: exactly <laughs> email exactly. wendy at company name.co.uk
1: yes completely <laughs> so it's amazing the, the difference you can make to making the business look more appealing um and we've been also improving the SEO of those pages as well, because I think they do a lot of work on the SEO of the rest of the website to attract clients. But actually, particularly if it's a business where people have to go to a place to work, like a children's nursery, it's all, it's all local. It's all very localised. Yeah. And quite often the, the tools that they use to display the jobs are often not very SEO friendly and they don't necessarily lend themselves very well to being optimised. So Absolutely. Uh, we've been working with them on that as well.
0: That's a that's a cool development internally. What 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 do you think um, in the last twelve months? You personally, do you th- where where's your kind of agency leader, professional and personal development been? What what what's been a big change for you in the last year?
1: So at the beginning of last year, we did a bit of a reshuffle of the senior management. Mm. So um, we promoted two of the people from the team to more of a senior role. And in the past year, we've taken on a new ops manager. So that's allowed me to really step back from the day to day and really focus on the strategic side of things, which would always get left behind because you get so involved yeah. in the day to day and the clients yeah, yeah. and that sort of thing. So I really feel like I've, over the past year, I've really developed my leadership skills because I've, I've been, been able to use them rather right? yeah. than being a manager. of have been, been able to, to be.
0: zoom out somewhat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah so that's, that's been really beneficial.
0: I tell you what the best hire I ever made in any of my uh, any of my agencies was was an ops person. Um because there's a there's something that they've got that you as a leader when you're running an agency with a million plates spinning they yeah. can just take so much off of you that allows you to work on it rather than in it yeah. so to speak. Absolutely. That's fantastic and 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 what what out of all of the kind of um the leadership traits that you've kind of developed over the last year what do you feel has been like the most satisfying
1: oh that's a that's an interesting one I think one of the things I feel I definitely got better at over the past year is sort of having those difficult conversations whereas you I might in the past have um, been a bit nervous going into a meeting having a difficult Mm. conversation it really feels like it comes quite naturally now and I'm not panicking about how I say the words the words just come out quite naturally from my mouth
0: that's that, that is so hard to get to do that. So that, I mean, the really good answer in, in, in the in, in, in the, the development perspective on that is it's, um, like being able to give feedback and, and, and sometimes not the nice version or at the very least having to have a tough conversation, you don't want to do it so often because you want to be the nice guy. You want to be, yeah. you want to be the friend. And if you've zoomed out a bit, it's a little bit easier to do that. And yeah. you know, you can work on those skills. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um. So, if we zoom, I don't know another twelve months into the future. Next series, we're having another another conversation about about the year. What do you? What's what are you telling your future self right now that your core focus for the agency is in the next twelve months?
1: I think um, our core focus is very much around sales at the moment. So that's another area that I've been working really hard to develop myself on. Um, because whilst we have, we have a sales manager and my MD does quite a lot of sales. Um, it's always been a bit of the poor relation. So we've really been working hard to kind of upskill ourselves to become Mm -hmm. better at the prospecting side of things. And, you know, knowing how to choose the sorts of target clients that we want to work with and knowing how to then go and get them. You know, I think there's, there's a, a bit of a gap sometimes you're like, Oh, I want to work with them. And then you know, Oh. Okay. How how do I get from here here to there without being that annoying person that just rings up and says work with us? It just doesn't work, does it? So, so I think that's probably one of my personal development goals for the next year is is about becoming a better salesperson. Um. Mm. You know, and, and developing those skills, and and also I think changing a little bit our messaging. We're going to do a bit digging a bit deeper into what we want our messaging to be as an agency and how we differentiate yeah. ourselves. Mm.
0: Uh, and and i mean it's a it's a, it's no quick and easy task any of that so mm-hmm. i i'm i'm hopeful i'm thinking in 12 years time you're going to say you've got a massive sales machine and you've now now had to, yeah. the problem of rehiring additionally again to in order to to to, to fill that extra capacity yeah um I, I it's it's certainly doable i know that you guys get to work and you get get stuff done so I think uh you'll you'll certainly uh, we will see in a year uh, yeah. some positive positive outcomes from that I'm sure.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. No, I think so. <laughs> I feel like we've already done quite a lot. Like January's quite been quite a good month. Um we kind of had this sense at the end of January that we hadn't done very well with sales and then we mm. actually looked at what we'd actually sold and we realized we completely smashed our goals and I think sometimes if you don't record the data properly your your personal opinion is not necessarily right.
0: Yeah. Gut, gut, feeling doesn't usually um doesn't usually change the bank balance.
1: <laughs> you're absolutely right.
0: Um thank you so much for filling us in over the last twelve months and giving us uh, some food for thought for what you're up to for the next twelve.
1: Brilliant. Thanks for having me, Chris.
0: Thank you, thank you. In the next episode, we'll revisit another agency leader and see where their last year's been. So thanks very much for listening. <laughs>